Coming up, we went to Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood, and it sucked. Also, we went miniature golfing from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 149 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Please visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Greg Williams, and I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here today. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we have a, a very exciting episode for you. Uh, you know, every year we, when we're doing our Halloween coverage, we get asked, well, we know you're going to Halloween Horror Nights, and you're going to talk about that to the bitter end. And of course we will, but we've gotten the question the past couple of years, will you also be going to Hollywood to review the event? And this year was kind of a, a little bit of a surprise thing. Rhino and I were toying with the idea, the notion in the back of our head, but we didn't want to commit at all. And then secretly to to the public's knowledge and awareness, <laughs> uh, we ended up pulling the trigger, booking flights, and ended up – we were out in California basically – uh, from a Wednesday to a Sunday this past week from when this is being released. So met a lot of great people while we were out in California. A ton of people were just – because no one really knew that we were going to we be out there. We didn't advertise it, yeah. yeah. We, were, we tried something where we were like, okay, no very limited social media postings. Exactly, yeah. We're very. This was more of a vacation than it was a work event. Uh, but, you know, the fact is – we went and did stuff that we do for work, and we we felt like we had to talk about it because of that. But no, it, it was awesome. Met so many great people who just, you know, again, we weren't, we didn't post that we were there. No one really knew. So then, the random people just coming up, like, are are you you? Yeah, <laughs> you have a, a YouTube channel. That I got that question a whole bunch. Yeah, like, so you savvy Californians know your YouTube people. Yeah, they do. It was a lot of fun though. Uh, overall, the entire trip, great time spending time at uh, three different theme parks in in Four. the area. What? Four. There's well, two at Disney. Yeah, but that's three different resorts. Then, okay. How about that? Boo. So yeah, no, it was a really good time uh, and. Yeah, we're going to talk about that first, and then right after we finish up with our coverage, we are going to go direct to Universal Orlando and give you a review of the drive-in Hollywood Drive-In Miniature Golf Course, specifically the monster side, because, well, it is Halloween season. Spooky. Yes, it's very spooky. I've so. never done it. Have you done it? Yeah, I've done both courses, oh, okay. and we will we will get to the thoughts during the during it uh, when we do that. But the big thing about it, it's very expensive miniature golf, mm. uh, and that's for miniature golf. The amount of time that actually goes into it, it, it has to be pretty spectacular in order to get your money's value out of it. So we will let you know what we think about it currently, right now. But let's start off with the big one, and that, of course, is neither of those subjects. <laughs> Yeah, threw you for a loop there, all you people out there listening, because I didn't mention it before. But, Rhino, what was the big news item to come out as of 
Well, I guess it was last week after we already recorded our show, but before we left. A new nighttime spectacular coming to Universal Studios Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I, I don't really know much about it. Other than, I, I don't think they said much about it. But. That, oh, oh, my. Yeah, no. They Well, the reason you don't know that much about it is uh, my wife blowing up my phone. My uh, the reason <laughs> – yes, absolutely. Thank you, Borat. <laughs> uh, the reason why we don't know that much about it is because basically we got sent a press release uh, Tuesday afternoon last week, and it just said – that there will be a new nighttime show coming to Universal Studio Florida's Lagoon, and it will essentially just bring more characters, especially animated ones, mm-hmm. to life on this Lagoon show. So I think they're definitely going for families, maybe stay longer in the day towards the end, watch the show. And Cinematic Spectacular is over. Its run uh, is just is gone, which is a shame. We never got to review it for the show. I but never even saw it. Wow. I, I, it's just one of those things where I kept, I would say all the time, oh, I want to go watch this. I want to go watch this. And something happened every time around that time where I was like, I either got to go or I got there too late or one or the other. So I'm a little disappointed in myself. I, I watched it, uh, I would say, a handful of times, definitely at least five. And then Kylie and I, we lived in the apartments, the Bell Apartments, right outside of Universal for three years. And every about two months or so we would say to ourselves we are going to go watch that show one night after she's done with work and uh, you know i'm always home by that point in time we're like we're gonna meet up we're gonna go watch cinematic spectacular and in three years we never do that (laughs) a single time so she will go without ever seeing that show as well too but luckily, we have a great video of it uh, from its debut years and years ago back on, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash WDWinfo. So at least it is living in in that great world. So, yeah, it's it, it doesn't take me by surprise because Cinematic Spectacular has never been extremely popular by any means. I love it. As a, as a fan of Universal movies, because it really does cover all hundred years of Universal films and the different genres. But you know, if you're not really interested in the movies that it's being that's being covered, I could see how it would get very boring very mm-hmm. quickly. Like during the the horror section, if you're not into monsters, not going to be your cup of tea. Uh, you know, it's not just all Back to the Future, Jaws. And and the best well known universal ones. They they do have to mention American Pie as well because that was important. Eli loves that movie. <laughs> loves that movie. Let's get on to the Halloween hauntings. And I, I don't want to I don't want to preface this as this is going to be a full review. This is going to be more like a quick mention about our experience at Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood, uh, as you heard in the intro. It absolutely sucked, and I don't. I genuinely don't believe it is worth our time yep. to spend an hour sitting here talking about. Nor it. the money for you guys to go there either. Uh, it's yes. just not it. And I've gone the last two years in a row, and Craig went the year before that, and it it was it was a shadow of what it even was last year. I, I mean, I loved it last year, but this one was. If this had been my first experience, I never would go back ever again. I've gone before, so I might go back again, though. So I don't know. Do you want to start? Do you want to? I don't know. 
No, here's yeah, no, no, we can okay. start. So, no, sorry, I was trying to count the nights quickly. So, uh, it, essentially, Halloween Horror Nights is uh, it's running uh, roughly thirty nights. It started on the fifteenth, just like our event, as we've been talking about, and runs through November fourth. Uh, again, just like our event does as well, and it, it is. Not super pricey, but like looking at the online buying ahead prices, uh, I'll do it for next week, kind of when you're getting in the really busy season. Like this week, if you were talking about this is released on Thursday, if you're talking about going on Friday, your prices, you're looking for general admission online buying ahead of time, $89. So if you go and buy it right at the the door, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Front of line ticket, 199 I think it goes uh, like on a Thursday night, it'd be 189 And then on a Saturday night, we're talking uh, – if it's not sold out, we're talking like $230 for a front-of-line ticket. Uh, VIP tour right around the $300 mark. Uh, combos available, so you can get a little taste of Universal Hollywood with a, in the daytime with an after-2 o'clock day-night combo. So go at, go at 2 o'clock, get to see the park, and do like the regular studio tour and all that good stuff. And then transition into Halloween Horror Nights starting uh, with the early entry at 5 o'clock. And then, of course, they had a frequent fear pass available, but I don't know how much that would really get out of. You'd get out of that now at this point. But, uh, again, like for this event, we did the front-of-line ticket, did it on a Thursday night, and luckily that was only the price point of $180 for that. Uh, and we were also out there with Pete. So I will – Pete, uh, then our Disneyland team member, Tyler – uh, and a random casting characters throughout the time, but that yeah. night specifically, that was our our foursome. Oh, and Kelly too, daughter of a Disneyland team member. You'll, you'll probably see her in the future if you haven't seen her before. Anyways, I digress. Uh, all of us love this event, Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, not not this specific event. This specific one was absolutely terrible, and it showed with the crowds. It, I mean, it's just shame. It shows from the second you walk in. So there's no scare zones this this year, except for this one main alley. Where when you walk in, if you've been to the year before, you know you go down this one main strip, and there's always people with chainsaws that run at you. They were there, and then it opened into what normally is the first scare zone. Um, but this year, it was just like one or two carts that it looked like somebody said, here's 20 bucks, go to the dollar store, buy the weirdest looking dolls you can, and then we're going to super glue them to some cork boards or something and then put them on this cart. Yeah. And it looked, so it looked like something like you'd make for your home front yard to like make trick or treaters be like, this person's uncomfortable. But like, the, usually when you walk in, there's a big thing that shoots off fire every couple of seconds yeah. that's been there every year I've gone and nowhere to be found this year. It just, it was, it was right then I was like, something feels off. Yeah. And no, it felt off right away. And we were told before we went that this would not be this would not be great. So don't get our hopes up. And I, I still so I, still I went did. in with low expectations, but I still got let down. Uh that and that screen scare zone you're talking about when you first walked in right around the the theater area and where they always uh right you know, kind of at the main hub of the the entire yeah. park of the upper lot is that's the Halloween one. And you could definitely tell that that was a scare zone. But there was only three scare zones. There was none on the lower lot at all. None there on the lower lot. There were three scare zones? There was three scare zones. The other one, Toxic Tunnel, that's when you walk from the lower lot to the 
the um, oh yeah i forgot about that the, i always forget about that I, why can't i think of it the back lot the back lot yeah sorry and and even like in this one's it scares it's you it's just a bunch of people in like costumes yeah. or, or you know last year i think it was uh i don't know what it was last year but it's something similar where you go through the tunnel and the lights are kind of blinking and blaring and yeah. they just kind of run at you in the tunnel yeah. which is which is more or less what it normally yeah, is I it's think, in this one's toxic tunnel and i you know yeah it's cheap all they did was flashing strobe lights and some smoke but the scare actors did a great job of scaring people yeah. going through here. So despite nothing being in there, what was the third they did one? a good job. The third one was Urban Inferno, and that's as you finally make it through the tunnel and you enter into the back lot. Before you get to the, the mazes down on the back lot, you have to walk through Urban what, what, Inferno. What were they? Uh, it was like demons, and it was – you know, you did that looping I, maze I, I, around. I know. I remember that area because it was really scary. Yeah. Uh, in two years ago, when it was the purge, or it was the purge last year too. So it was. It was like a, a, I, it felt to me just like a little sub sub scare section. So there were yeah. t- then there were t- last year there were five scare zones. Then and yeah. this year there's only three because yeah. there were two missing. The that year that I went to, they had scare zones in uh, London as well as France. Yeah, and that's what it was, was like, missing this year. Yeah, exactly. Actually, the year I went, they had. They didn't do anything in the tunnel. You just walked through the tunnel, but the scare zone was all through the lower lot, and it was all stilt walkers, and they just, like, sprinted at you, and it was very scary. But, yeah, scare zones here, basically nothing. Bare bones. It's it's just a couple of people scattered in a crowd, essentially. Yeah, they they put their all into trying to scare you in it, but these are not the scare zones we have in Florida. Oh, yeah, no no knock to the the actors and the people in the in doing their job there so now we're going to move in and just go over a brief overview of the houses and our feelings on them uh our our friend tyler of course on our team here who you've seen on the show once before informed us that basically the halloween horror nights in hollywood budget was cut in half because of uh, because of issues with uh, between yeah be, a disagreement between creative heads at universal and so they were just splintered on what they could actually do and it completely showed in every single house there were some that still kind of still kind of entertaining but basically the theme of this year's halloween horror nights there is we are going to have a ton of black hallways where we yeah. put a a window with a with an open window where we can have a, a character pop yeah. out at you, and yeah. that's going to be the main scare. And they've had, I mean, they have had like those dark black hallways before um, in the houses. Like always, you know, sometimes there's a swirling light that you walk toward, and those were still there. Um, you know, and it some they use them as like transition pieces sometimes. But this one was like, I think it was Ash versus the Evil Dead. We walked through four blank hallways in a row. It was literally just like an up and down. Yeah, and it was just it was just nothing the whole time. And I was just like, this well, feels like this should have been a whole room. It's also how the mazes ended. Like when we did Horrors yeah. of Blumhouse, it ended with each one of the movies represented with a character popping out of the black hole. The Shining ended with characters popping out of holes. Saw ended with. Pig heads popping out of holes. That was just literally, it was so incredibly cheap. And even the rooms that they took the time to detail and really go into it, while they're beautiful in their rooms, in their houses are always way more expansive and less yeah. claustrophobic than they are in mm-hmm. in uh, Florida here. But it just, they were wide open rooms and they didn't put a lot of detail into it the, and and the one like okay so freddy versus the it might have been the titans, titans of, of terror, terror um was freddy jason and uh leatherface and if you remember last year 
there was a Freddy versus Jason house and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. So essentially, like having gone last year and having been the one who like edited that video and saw it repeatedly, I remember all the props that were used to that. This was like, oh, I remember that Freddy from last year. Oh, I remember that thing from last year. Essentially, there was like one – the entry room was the new room because you go in through like a kid's yeah. room and he loves all these movies. And that's – I guess you're spoiling through his nightmare. But like it – I was like, okay, so this this house is one of the houses where I thought felt complete and it didn't have the empty hallways, but it still did. It, though. It, it, well, it had the three, tra- but those have always been there. There have always been a hallway with the smoke and the swirling thing, and those are fine in that house. But it was still like, okay, well, this house only worked because you just recycled it from three other things from last yeah. year, and and I don't really have an issue with that. But it feels like when that was your best thing was the recycled house that. That says a lot about your event. And it just – the houses were American Horror Story, Roanoke, The Shining, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Titans of Terror, which was, uh, again, Jason, uh, Leatherface, and Freddy Krueger. Then Saw the Games of Jigsaw, Insidious, and The Horrors of Blumhouse. And of all the houses, as Rhino mentioned, Titans of Terror was probably the best. The next one I would put after thinking about it, I would actually put Horrors of Blumhouse because even though they had a lot of the black hallway issues, I think their their Blumhouse house may have been better. Well, there it was different ours. movies because so they yeah. had they had a Happy Death Day, which I always always thought was weird that we didn't have that one in in ours um, because we have Insidious Four that doesn't come out till January, but, and, and but they have an Insidious house, right? Yes, they, that, right? they do have a full yeah. insidious house. They focus. I already, I already can't remember. Sorry, I thought yeah. I was like scaring myself. They, fer- <laughs> they focused on the the third purge movie, which is obviously very Election. heavily detailed in our our scare zone. But that was like the first start of their maze, and it was mm-hmm. all outdoors for that portion. So I thought that was effective. Happy Death Day. While they had some of the black walls in there, I felt like, but but that was it was still a really cool, unique portion they, to it. They used it the way that um, the Exorcist used yeah. it when you had to repeat the room because you're moving through the story. Yeah. Happy Death Day makes sense because you're reliving the day, so it goes yeah. black because you're dead, and then you start over. You know, and and sinister as well too. They threw that, or no, they didn't throw sinister in, or did? I yeah, they remember. threw in. Sinister. I, I, it wasn't as prevalent as it is in ours. So it, yeah. it was one of those, like, we got out of the house, and I was like, I don't really remember. I actually, no, no, it was, they did throw Sinister in, and it was more prevalent. They actually featured... Were, were we in the attic? Our, one scene in the Sinister one, maybe? Maybe? Well, they had the the one, the scene that stood out for me the most in Sinister is they have this one room that you go into where it's in the mood, it's like four people with, like, rats and buckets on their stomachs and heating them up and the little boys filming it as these people are dying. Oh, jeez, I don't remember that. I might have been, like, paralyzed with yeah. fear at that point. I, I don't know. If we don't talk about this right after it happened, then your memory's already gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember you, this. Yeah. I know. You you have a terrible memory yeah. when it comes to well, these I get things. scared. I get so scared yeah. that I, I have my eyes closed or I'm throwing people around in the house. And- yeah, but I thought that house was was actually better than our Blum house. Saw was just god awful. It was the worst Halloween Horror Nights house I've ever been. Yeah, in. it was literally, and I feel like the people knew because the the final scene in ours and, and in theirs is maybe it's the final one in theirs, but it's ours is the scene from the new movie with the buckets on the head and the yeah. spinning uh, saw blades. And it was just there was one girl who was just like no, no, she was just kind of yank yanking yeah. this chain like it literally a literal chain that's in the wall, and she's just and I'm like. Is this girl not even uh, – is she acting? Is this like ter- – yeah. and nothing was happening. There were no effects. There was nothing. And I was like, this is a jo-. – that one suffered from a lot of uh, just yeah. hallways too. Um, another that suffered from hallways, Ash versus Evil Dead, as you mentioned. But, Again, I don't 
think it worth even talking about. Well, okay. There's the one thing that I enjoyed in the Ash vs. Evil Dead house was the they had the monster from the very end of the second yeah. season if you watch the show. And I thought yeah. that was cool because it was an actual puppet and monster. And again, I think that was something that was created before the budget thing went to yeah. crap. So it's kind of like the rest of the house suffered from that. Again, with black hallways and crap insidious, but it gets a little bit of a pass because it wasn't all just chapter four. They did have the lipstick face demon in there. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed good. to be like you were in the further. Yeah. So it was all the further. But it still was Black Hallways that sucked. Uh, Their Shining also suffered from Black Hallways, but I thought the scenes they chose to recreate were still entertaining enough. So I, I thought it was a great uh, compliment to ours. Yeah. And that's what we said when we walked out. If you could have combined the best parts of ours with the best parts of theirs, that would have been the absolute perfect yeah. Halloween Horror Nights house. Uh, Roanoke. All it showed, while there were still some bad moments in there, uh, it was a it was a good house. I thought it was a, for me for me being scared. I thought I was the most scared in this one or yeah. Freddy versus Jason. Um, and so compliments to the, the Roanoke house because I don't I'm a lot less I don't I haven't watched Roanoke, but going through our house, I kind of have pieced together some of the stuff. And watching this, I was like, oh oh okay. Like so, I got scared quite yeah. a bit in this house. So. The main thing about this house showed <laughs> that ours really dropped the ball. Yes. With the ending of Roanoke on there, because they did they did a pretty decent job at filling in the gaps there, and uh, that's that's it for the actual houses themselves. We have to mention the Terror Tram, which this year it was the Titans of Terror Tram, and so basically the only thing that separates this from the house is that it's also added on uh, Chucky, Child's mm-hmm. Plays Chucky, and. i was very excited for this and uh, it's they didn't even get short people it was just regular people wearing chesty chesty chucky costumes and the thing was is the tram set up that story because he like casts a spell while he's because it's like chucky's up at the front of the tram or whatever yeah and he's like reads this book and he casts a spell and now he's like now anybody can be chucky right as we're pulling up and i was like Mm. Um, and then you could just see it was a, it was a bunch of Chuckies, and then you move along, and you when you get to the Bates Motel, it's that's Leatherface because it, he's you know he's got the yeah. house that you can come in and out of or whatever, and there were like two or three of him there, and then you you go uh, then there was a Jason that randomly walked out of the woods some places I guess, but um, and then you go up the street and it's just. 17 freddies yeah. all wearing different outfits like well i did appreciate the one who was in a pilot's outfit though because yeah. you're on the set of war of the world so yeah. it's got the torn apart pilot but. yeah and <laughs> and of course they threw in a little bit more leather face a little bit of jason overall i actually i enjoyed the walkthrough portions of this i just hated what they did with chucky because they made it seem like chucky was going to be this big part of it besides the start of the maze when all the chuckies are out with their chainsaw scaring you and then the intro that he does on the tram then the joke is on the way out when you're leaving the tram chucky kills the driver and he's going to drive you to the finish and then you have to watch the trailer for the cult of chucky yeah, and like, it just cheap yeah it, it all just it didn't last year work. it was an original story about clowns that were coming out of the woods and it was all about uh this one clown who worked on the back uh, at universal and then disappeared and then lived in the woods. and so it was all clowns so it had a really full story from beginning to end and eli roth helped create it this year was like um i don't know just use the extra costumes and and there, so there was no smoke there was no whatever there's always been these effects that they use as you go through this year it was just people but 
compared to the houses, I, I still I will stand by this compared to the houses. This was the most thorough experience that never that never really lacked besides the like the one walk up where you go from Bates up to the psycho house. It absolutely it's always, it never it's always not very busy right there anyways. They don't really do anything. Yeah. Like they they don't do anything, but no, the houses literally had black hallways with nothing in them. That is unexcusable. Yeah, it I was agree. completely shoddy. And I just, you know, they have some of the rides open. Uh, they have I Jurassic it's Inexcusable as well. Inexcusable, sorry. <laughs> it's just, it sucked. And some of the rides open, like they have Jurassic Park uh, in the dark. They have Transformers, Simpsons, and Revenge of the Mummy open. Uh, they don't have the Wizarding World open, so don't plan on that, as well as uh, Despicable Me. They did add the beer and wine you can get uh, again, but it's um, only in uh, Springfield. There might be one other place, but just Springfield. Just Springfield? Okay. So it's at Moe's or it's at um, Duff the Duff Gardens, either one, two separate areas. You only get two drinks the entire night. It's not just per ID. It's for the entire night. So they put a little stamp on you and do that. So if you're somebody who like you're relying on a little bit of a buzz to get you through the event, have a drink at City Walk before you come in. Yeah, but it's stupid. And then the last thing I'll just mention, I did go see the Jabberwockies show with Tyler because – you know, as I've said many times here, my favorite part of our Halloween Horror Nights, I think, Dance. is actually Academy of Villains. I love how entertaining it is. Uh, and so I wanted to see what Jabberwockies does. I, I had no – I knew they were, like, on a dance competition before they started doing stuff like this. Uh, so I had no real idea what they actually did. Never seen them once perform. And – it was definitely strange. It was more instead of like Academy of Villains, where it was like a high energy dance show from start to finish, you know, besides ours this year where there's painting and stuff. This was like Blue Man Group meets kind of a dance troupe. And so it wasn't as fast paced. It wasn't as like it wasn't as like just mind blowing at all. It was just it was entertaining. It wasn't again. I would put Jabberwockies and Terror Tram above all of the houses their houses were just that bad i do not recommend going to this event our recommendation is one that surprised us but ended up being the most pleasantly surprised yeah Yeah. and what's that not scary farm so i've been to not very farm once before not scary farm um so for us just to put the price out there and you absolutely should do this do not even question it you need to get the front of the line pass because because Knott's Berry Farm is a pretty big park. It's a pretty sprawling park. However, um, because it is a less expensive park to attend, I think for people that live locally yeah. and and even just for guests, that it is flooded with people. So, and especially a younger crowd of people. However, they do serve um, beer and wine there as well. Um, and the best part is you can get boysenberry beer made yep. by Shock Top, which is which was actually really delicious. But. Um, Lots, lots, lots of crowds. However, all of these houses, every single house, I think was – I think there was only one I didn't like and it was just because it was personal preference. It wasn't that. It was more just – it made me more uncomfortable It and you're supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So it wasn't like I disliked the creation of the house. They had – they had um, – this one house that they give you a, a, a laser tag gun and you go through and you have to shoot off the zombies and like yeah. and so it, it it just there was a lot of innovation involved with this and the rides were open for us to get the front of the line pass on the night we did which was a Friday night it was one hundred and twenty dollars and it was with after tax it was like one hundred and thirty three I think yeah. but it was one hundred percent worth it buy it online ahead of time obviously absolutely and if you don't want to do, again. 
we would not have been able we had five hours we didn't get in it open uh we had some delays with dinner and then with parking but by the time we got in we had five solid hours with the front of the line pass uh we were able to accomplish every single maze and then we also had time to do the elvira show which was which, fantastic and craig loved it it may be my favorite halloween show i've ever seen it at any event flew by it, it started and it was over yeah. and but i know it was like at least 20 minutes but it was just like we were so it was so into it like i i, I think we have a video of it on our youtube yeah. channel as we, well we're gonna be releasing it i i needed to see it in person first before to know on content like i didn't want to i didn't want to watch it on the video for my first time and i it was amazing. It was it was like a 25-minute show where Elvira, the real Elvira, literally gets out there, basically sings and dances, and she is in her late 60s, so she knows that she's not – that's all part – she's not a great dancer or singer anymore. That's all part of the shtick. She makes jokes about her plastic surgery, about her cleavage. It's hilarious. It is – it's the most fun I've had with a show because it is just so off the wall. Yeah, it's very weird. It's very, it's very interesting. Um, we also got to do that giant wooden roller coaster, which was yeah, horrible, and, which and was maybe did, the most scariest roller coaster I've ever been on. Yeah, the Ghost Rider at night was the last thing we do. It is. It was cool. I'm glad you forced me to do it, but I literally was like, "This is the roller coaster that will never end," and it is not like a Disney roller coaster. When you take those turns, I was like, "The cart will come off of yeah. that track." It is it is one of my two favorite wooden roller coasters, Ghost Rider and then The Beast at Kings Island in Cincinnati. Those those are the two best ones. So I will say that there were two, if not three houses that we experienced at Not Scary Farm that I think are the two or three best Halloween houses that I've ever done ever, period. And and I will say up front, not not scary farm. The houses they do are more like regional and smaller, like people who do pop up haunted houses. It's not like Halloween Horror Nights where the scares come from being kind of tucked away, hit that trigger on the floor, lights flash up, and yeah. loud noises. These are like some of them, it's just people just wandering around in the room and yeah, they, they will push you. you. Yes. He breathed on my neck the whole time. Yeah. This one guy just followed me through like six rooms. I thought he would stop and I just kept running. Yeah, it was easily half of the maze. He yeah. just stayed with you. And I'm like, this is amazing. This can't happen at HHN. They're not allowed to leave their area. And this guy literally followed he you the entire way alone. through. But it was terrifying. The, the, I would say the three that we think were standouts the first one, uh, Dark Ride. This essentially was like the David S. Pumpkins house, in our opinion. And I honestly think it was one of the coolest, very creative ones I've ever seen. Like, they had the track on the floor. The, it, it was run where we went in. There was a wizard animatronic. Yeah. And it was an animatronic. Or like, they created an animatronic. But it moved, said things. And it was talking to a dragon that was above you, behind you. That was also yeah. a dragon. It wasn't like somebody in a costume or anything. It, yeah. and it was just so funny. And But then it was horrifying, too. And I will give them this. There was a couple of those rooms that were wide open, yeah. big rooms. And that actually made it feel more scary to me than some of the other ones. Because I was like, oh, God, now I can see. And I, I'm nervous. They're coming from everywhere. Yeah. Like. And it, was, it literally was like 1950s old cheesy dark ride. If you've seen Ed Wood. The section where he takes his uh, girlfriend 
on the on the Spook House ride. Yeah. That's exactly what this was, but you were just oh walking gosh. through it years we later. We forgot to mention this, though, the, the, the flume ride, the log ride. Oh, yeah, that's, that was going to be the last oh, thing okay. I was going to mention. Okay, sorry, but th- then the other two houses then talk the about The other house, um, you already mentioned it, Infected, a special opt. In this house, you basically, a zombie outbreak happened. Craig and, got into this one. Oh, I did, and they give you essentially a laser gun, and you but not like a cheap hand one no, it is like, it a, like a nice full, one yeah yeah it's big. like you're holding a rifle and everyone has it all the zombie characters in the maze have a a necklace around their neck that is has triggers on it and so you have to walk around shooting them in and the head and you know you did it because it like it vibrates so they have yeah. them on their necks some have them on their arms and stuff and it's essentially like yeah you gotta you gotta hit them and they shake and they come back to life yeah. so it's kind of like you thought you got one and then one comes back and you gotta turn and yeah. hit it again and stuff and like there's military people telling you to move you go through like a subway car oh and they're, the yell- they're yelling at you yeah, and they're, they're like, telling go, you go go go, go. and there's like and- you have to duck under because the levels change so it gets like short and you kind of have to get through the hallway and that was multiple Multiple houses where you had to duck and like really crawl down. Oh my gosh, I I, didn't, I forgot about the other one too. We did that trick or treat one that they give you the flashlight, so there's like no lighting yes. in the house, and the flashlight changes as you go through. Yeah, I, but so it like starts flickering, and you can feel it in your hand, and it changes. Like it was horrifying. No, no it, it absolutely was. And then uh, the the last one that we were going to talk about, I'll, I'll combine these two. There was no their worst house was I would say on the, the and barn. on was the barn and that still for me would be like kind of a medium or one of the best houses at Halloween Horror Nights here. Like yeah. I love this event that much, but they have two houses there where they do a show before the house even starts, where you all go into a room and they do one. We the one's called Shadowlands. We didn't get to see yeah. it. Essentially, a samurai was going to come in the room and chop someone's head off. Yeah, and that was a weird. That was a bizarre house, but it was like cool and scary. And there was a monster in it. Yeah, like they had monsters, like full these big like giant. Yeah, I'm not talking like human size. I'm saying like I was, I was like blown away by it, but also scared. Yeah, and the but the other house that had a show before that it started was. Uh, Paranormal Inc. and basically take a ghost hunter show yeah. that you see on TV and they make it into a house. Incredible. Except, except this time the ghosts are actually there. So they they have a ghost captured in a canister and you see the ghost inside the canister moving. The ghost breaks out and up you see it appear up on the wall kind of just like floating, hovering, and it gets angry. And then I'm not going to ruin it. I'm okay. not going to ruin it for people who come. The but, effect scared the crap out of yeah. me, though. It was a really cool – it was a stunt involved, and it was a really, really cool. Yes, a really cool stunt. And because you're paying attention to the stunt, you don't even notice that while the stunt's happening, that the room is completely being moved around oh, and see, manipulated. I because one of the things hit me. It oh. was, so I was standing against uh, – when you walk in, there's a, a – I don't know what they bring people out, a, a stretcher. Yeah. And so what happens is all these walls start shifting and moving forward and like tilting. So it's like the, the rooms come alive. But it was doing that and pushing the thing into me. So I was like, oh, God, what's hitting me? And so it was this whole thing. And, but it's supposed to be like, get out of here. Get out yeah. of here. You know. So See where, it was part of it where I was like, ooh. Where I was standing, nothing affected me like that. So I was watching the, oh, so the stunt. Oh, you didn't see the wall start coming out. No, no. When I – the first thing I saw when I finally looked down as people started moving was that there was a character 
that was standing right there in the entire room had shifted. Oh, yeah. And that we had the two openings had that we could go ways. through. So this maze had two different ways to go through it. And <sighs> it merges back together. But there was also, like, this other effect. We had to walk through this, like uh, – I don't know, this wall that was covered. And one of the houses has done it around here before, but it was like essentially like what I imagine is like a curtain or a sheet that's been pulled back into like a circular. So it creates this like wall thing that you have to push through the middle of. Oh, it's like being born. No, it's like essentially if you take two, um, two really Oops. giant inflatable things and smush them together and you have to walk right yeah, through and the I was center. Like, oh, no, don't, don't yeah. touch me. Like, yeah, and but that was so cool. And then the final reason why we would tell you to go there is for the Halloween Hootenanny. And that is their Timber Mountain oh, log ride yeah. that they have converted over into a Halloween-themed log ride. So all the animatronics that are there during the daytime still there. Everything looks right, except there's a Halloween soundtrack going through. At one point, there's a freaking singing bear. Yeah, I did that. that. <laughs> uh, and, but and there's people that run at you and come at you from different parts of the attraction, yeah. too, which I was like, oh, my God, there's characters in the attraction. And yep. all the attractions had all the creepy Halloween overlays to it. There was a giant bat. I know. No, and if you've you've been to Splash Mountain before, any log flume ride, you know you know where the evac doors are. You always see those. Here they did put those people there, and they would, like, lunge at you, and I'm like, oh, my God. At Universal, this is like – if you would do that, you would get fired yeah. because of safety issues, but here it's all part of it. It was so amazing. Their their log ride during the daytime is one of the best attractions, and then throw on top of that this the Halloween theming to it. It's just remarkable. I, I do want to preface this too. So a lot of stuff, you know, we get to do stuff for work and it gets reimbursed by the company and, and things like that. So, um, you know, or like Pete's a very generous person. So this event was something that Craig and I chose to go to separately and when with Tyler and we, this was all out of our pocket. Yeah. So it's an, I just want to let, you know, so when, you know, we're younger frugal people, you know, and, uh, and I would 100% buy this all over again. And I was one of the reasons I almost didn't go. I was like, oh, it's like 130 bucks. And that's a lot of money for me to spend in one place. And, you know, yeah. um, I mean, it, we, we got lucked out because Pete was very generous and bought us Halloween Horror Nights tickets. So I was like, okay, okay, you know, whatever. I would go again before the event's even over the season. So that's how much I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it, it was worth our hard-earned money going into it, whereas Pete spent money on Halloween Horror Nights for us to go to. And I was like, and I, I apologize I, at the yeah. end of the night. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, we had fun because we had a great group, and we all loved being able to stay with each other and laugh at Rhino getting scared. So we did have fun at the event. It was not worth the money, though. It was so disappointing. Yeah, Do not. Do not. Please. Just take our advice on this. Yeah. Uh, I know you might be on the line and be like, it's hesitant or whatever. Just pay whatever you pay and do the front of the line at knots. Do it. Yes. Completely agree. So that is our feelings on that. You know, again, sorry it wasn't a full review. Just was not worth it to do that. But I'm also going to post uh, a link in somewhere to uh, Tyler, Tom, and Mary Jo from our Disneyland team all went to Not Scary Farm and they did a vlog review of it. So uh, I'm going to push you over there to that so you can get a little bit more in-depth on what actually happens at Scary Farm. So that way, if you are interested in it, you have that. But that's going to do it for our studio portion of the show. We are now going to go over to Universal Orlando, and we are going to experience the Hollywood Drive-In Monsters Mini Golf. Mm -hmm. 
Hey everyone, we are here on location at Universal City Walk, just like we told you we would be. So that means we're not liars. That's as much as I can say about that. So yes, we are right outside of the Hollywood Drive-In Mini Golf. Rhino, you ready to go get your golf on? I am. Yeah, we're just going to wait like two seconds. You can't tell right now. It is perfectly sunny outside, except it is just raining. It's like a weird, like, I can see it through the, the we're like under the AMC area. So, uh, like, if I look toward Red Brick Oven, you can just see it kind of almost like, not pouring, but it's coming down. Yeah. And there's no, there's one cloud. One cloud. None of this matters to you, but it matters to us. So, we're going to go get our golf game on. Okay, so here is the deal. There's two sides to choose from, the Haunted and Sci-Fi. Uh, for one course alone, for an adult, $15.99. Children, it is $13.99. And you can add the second course on for an adult for $12.99 and for a child, $10.99. There's discounts for Florida resident, military, senior, AAA members, and then Universal Passes. So... We got a little bit of a discount, and we are going to go golfing now on the Haunted section. Rhino, what were the final scores? Okay, I came in with a total of 51, and Craig came in for a total of 49. Beat me by two, two strokes. strokes. Different strokes for different folks, I guess that's all you can say. So, I mean, I as a fan of Haunted kind of spooky things. I do love this golf course. Uh, during the day, I think it's really well-themed. At night, it's even better. I was going to say, I think my recommendation is going to be to do this at night. Yeah, I, night's definitely better. The lighting just adds a, a better effect to the entire uh Probably gets a lot busier event. at night, too. Oh, but, yeah. You know, so but, go with patience. But. but here's the thing. It $15 per person. I mean, it was $28 after our discount for the two of us to play. Is this even worth it? I don't know, because I, I'm not sure what the Disney ones are priced at, but when I was a cast member, and judging by how much it was for me to go then, it was only $5. Yeah. So, I don't know what those pricing ranges are. 15 bucks a person. I mean, it's a fun thing, but that's like a meal you're giving up, essentially. It's, a, you know, like a quick service meal, maybe. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'd say if you haven't done it, if you haven't done it before and you've done a lot here and you're looking for something different to do, $15 at night, I think, maybe. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Maybe at night, if you're looking for a fun, one-time special experience, yes. Somebody's birthday, maybe, and they love yeah. mini-golf, grab a drink, do it. It's a, it's a regular event, though, no. Yeah. It is not worth the It's not worth the price. It's just, it's a fun course, but a lot of it's very basic, like, holes straight ahead. Yeah, and, most of it was. Like, yeah. There was a couple of fun effects, but, and some stuff I'm sure you get more of when it's at night, but... Yeah, my recommendation get off site go to like one of the pirates mini golf stuff like that uh i think those are pretty involved it's worth it's worth the price of leaving property and getting to it and then the cost of golf over there I mean, but there's still one just down the street on i drive so you don't even yeah. have to go that far yeah but if you are looking to stay here definitely uh definitely check it out if mini golf it's really your thing but we'll do the sci-fi one in the future see if we feel like it's worth the money the one thing to note is we probably should have bought both right away because if you play one, you don't have to play the next one right away. It yeah. is good until the next time you're ready to go. So we could have saved ourselves some money in the future. But, hey, that's how it goes. So 
That's going to do it for us here at Universal City Walk. Now we're going to shoot back into the studio. Well, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad we went golfing. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know if it was fun. Yeah, we uh, we are doing that <sighs> timeline uh, days before we recorded this, so... Yeah, what if it's horrible, and then you just cut back to yourself going, like, that was great, but really Craig lost a hand in the process? I'll say that sarcastically. I meant that sarcastically. Oh. Okay. But, uh, no, so uh, we hope you enjoyed that little look at the Monsters Mini Golf there at Universal uh, City Walk. But, unfortunately, that's going to do it for this show. So, of course, if you need any uh, any more information on this show or any of the others on the Diz Unplugged Podcast Network, you can head over to disunplugged.com where you'll find links to, uh, to anything that we, we specifically have that we need to mention in the shows uh, that we point you towards. Links to our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those good things. And, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe if you haven't already and and leave comments below on this video as well as giving us the good thumbs up and if you're listening to this on itunes please rate and review us as well as subscribe so thank you so so much to everyone out there who listened and watched this uh rhino thank you for joining along in it and uh you know going mini golfing with me and helping us to get out to california (laughs) randomly so we could have all those experiences yeah that was fun yeah it was it was unexpected. It was a much-needed vacation after months and months of summer just wearing us down. Mm-hmm. So it was very fun. So thank you again, everyone out there who's listening and watching to this. We we really do appreciate it. That's going to do it for this show. We will be back again with you next week for our Halloween show. Ooh. Ooh. But until then, remember, no resolutions. <laughs>